Welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. And in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you three things that are required to help you navigate disappointment if you are currently dealing with a setback. And even if you're not currently dealing with a setback, this episode will help you put previous disappointments into perspective or help you set yourself up to manage future disappointments. Because one thing we know is that life is full of ups and downs. Now, this episode was first recorded in November of 2020. And the things that I share are just as relevant today as they were then. I shared this in a private podcast for women that I mentor. It is a faith-based community, so I do reference my faith in this podcast. But even if you're not a person of faith, the things that I talk about are still very relevant. And so enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine. And I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. Today, I want to talk to you about coming back from a setback. Now, if we have learned anything from 2020, it is that we can make plans as much as we want, but life being life, curveballs are going to come at us left, right, and center. I've been thinking about this a little bit, and I just wonder why it is that when you look at two people, they may have almost exactly the same circumstance, and then life throws them pretty much the same curveball. But for some reason, person A is so much better at handling the curveball or the setback or the disappointment, they seem to bounce back faster or even do much better after the disappointment compared to person B. And on reflecting on this, I just wonder what it is, the difference between these two people that would make one person bounce back or come back from a setback stronger, better, faster than another person. And I believe it boils down to three main things. Number one, perspective. Number two, resilience. And number three, hope. And today I'm going to talk about those three things. And hopefully by the end of this, you'll be able to figure out what you can do just in case you're facing a disappointment or a setback, what you can do to help get yourself going a lot faster and a lot stronger. Okay, starting with perspective. Now, have you ever heard the rhetorical question? I'm sure that you may have, but the rhetorical question, is a glass half full or half empty? Well, it depends on who you ask, doesn't it? And not only that, it also depends on when you catch this particular person. For example, me, I tend to be more optimistic when I'm well rested, when I'm fed, when it's earlier on in the day versus when I'm overwhelmed, tired and hungry. I tend to be grumpy and negative in those situations. So it depends on the person and it also depends on the time or the circumstance you find the person in. Now, I want you to picture this. This may be an optical illusion that you've come across. If not, I want you to Google the optical illusion, young lady and old woman. If you've seen this before, go ahead and Google it and have a look at it. 
This is an optical illusion, a drawing where the artist incorporated both an old woman and a young woman in the same drawing. When you look at it, usually you see one of the two first and then you sort of adjust and you can see both. Now, what do you see when you look at this image? It's a matter of perspective, isn't it? Similarly, when you experience a setback, in order to assess your perspective, I'd like you to ask yourself these questions. Do I see failure or do I see a lesson? Do I see a stop sign or do I see a hold up, wait, slow down sign? Do I hear a no or do I hear a not yet? Now, isn't it interesting to note that with some effort, you can consciously switch from seeing a young woman in the image to seeing an old lady and vice versa. If your default response in the past has been to see or feel or hear negativity with every setback or disappointment, I'd like you to try and refocus, ask yourself these questions and turn your perspective from a negative one to a positive one. So instead of seeing a financial setback as failure in your intelligence, a reflection of your self-worth, or a sentence to life in poverty, I want you to see it instead as a lesson of what not to do next time, what you can improve on. Also see it as a badge of experience and honor that you can even use the opportunity to share knowledge with others who can avoid making the same mistake as you did. It's sometimes helpful to remember that every situation somehow, some way could actually have been much worse. That's a way to put things into perspective. Establishing a positive perspective will help you recover from a setback faster and in a more helpful, productive way. Now, number two, resilience. Simply put, resilience is your ability to bounce back. It's the ability to dust yourself off and try again when you fail over and over and over. Now, did you know that about 45% of new businesses fail within the first five years of establishing them? This is according to the United States Bureau of Labor. Many people start off with high hopes, high expectations. Maybe even you did started off 2020 excited about what the year could offer. And unfortunately, things didn't go quite your way. Some people are more inclined to find that even despite these setbacks, they reassess the situation. They look at their mistakes sort of as a tuition of the school of experience. They learn from their mistakes and they come up with creative solutions in order to push themselves forward and eventually turn a profit in a business that wasn't initially profitable. This is an example of resilience, pushing on, pushing forth despite the obstacles and despite the failures. Now, we all have various measures of resilience in each of us, but it seems to me that the people who tend to do better as far as learning faster have a greater measure of resilience. And with that greater measure of resilience, they tend to take greater risks. They might fall harder. It might be much more painful, but they learn faster and eventually they reap greater rewards. So if you only have a small measure of resilience and you would like to increase it, what do you do? How do you go about doing so? Psychologists have done various forms of research and they found that there are different things that people can do to increase their resilience. 
including practice. So practice that thing, that skill that you're trying to obtain, practicing it consistently over and over and over again, and practically applying knowledge that you have obtained. So for example, a new business owner may do research and read, but if they are not actually putting that research into practical application, they're never going to learn and they're never going to build resilience. In other words, resilience comes from consistently doing, consistently acting. Another very powerful way to build your resilience is to put the goal which you are working towards into words. So thinking about, hmm, what will it actually feel like to work at a job that I love instead of the one that I'm struggling with, trying to force myself to do, dreading Monday morning, week in, week out. I want you to describe those feelings in words, write them down. Try and go deep as you can with your feelings and tap into that source of powerful motivation. Now, after you've done this, also write down what is at stake if you don't get up and keep trying. Will your family get stuck in that cycle of living paycheck to paycheck? Will you have a miserable career for the next 30, 40, 50 years? Will you have a dreadful retirement? Will you feel disappointment knowing you could have done more to achieve your dreams? By writing down and reminding yourself of your motivations, it will be more difficult to give up on your goals after you experience a setback. Now, finally, I want to talk about hope. When I think about hope, I think about the word expectant. Hope isn't just a wish that things will get better, neither is it simply a dream or a desire. Hope is expecting, expectation, knowing, expecting that things will actually get better. Does the sun ever fail to rise in the morning or come out after it rains? Nope. Does spring ever fail to follow winter? Nope. Hope is crucial to recovering from a setback. Hope is knowing that with absolute certainty, regardless of what the bank says or what your credit report says, or even what your mom and dad say, the situation will, without a doubt, get better. Now, for me personally, as a Christian, my source of hope is my faith. I know I have a creator, a father, a God who loves me. He loves me so much through and through, and he wants what's best for me. He's even said in his word that he has plans to take care of me, plans never to abandon me, plans to give me the future that I hope for. And honestly, he, he wants the same for you too. So we may have all experienced setbacks and we'll probably continue to do so, to be honest. Life is not guaranteed to be a bed of roses all the time, but the key is to recover as quickly as possible so we can keep pressing forward on our goals. Recovery from a setback requires us to maintain a positive perspective, even when the situation seems terribly dire. It is also essential to build resilience so we can bounce back and keep trying. There's a song my daughter sings all the time. Keep trying, you'll get better. It's from Daniel Tiger. And honestly, that's a way, a little way that I'm helping to build resilience in her when she thinks she can't do what she's trying to do. Finally, we need to exercise hope. We need to exercise hope by remaining expectant of a positive outcome when all is said and done. So there you have it, girl. So three things that you can exercise in order to come back from a setback, those disappointments that life throws your way. 
Now, I'd really, really, really love to hear back from you. How do you handle setbacks? The things that have come up in your life that were unexpected, that have thrown you for a loop. How did you end up handling them? I'd love to hear back from you. You can follow me on Instagram. Find me there at Dr. Yuande. That's D-R dot Y-E-W-A-N-D-E. And I'll catch you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuande, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.